0: Oh my gosh, so much variety. So many streaming channels. I I can't choose. It looks like I'm going to have to switch to the variety pond with Michael back again. How are you doing, Michael? I'm doing great. Happy to be here. Okay, alright. So yeah, earlier this week, I guess, I mean, arguably the b- biggest streaming service, uh, or the one that's the most popular, Disney Plus Arrived, so... Of course, why why not talk about that? Why not talk about, actually, this whole streaming platform idea in general? Uh, I mean, we start with Netflix, and... I mean, there's some other things, too, but... Uh, I mean, now everybody's getting in the game. There's Disney Plus, there's Apple TV, which we'll talk about. Uh, there's... I, I went, I think, seven different streaming services, just to prepare for this show. So there's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, there, Chase. It, it was, in fact, it, t- it took up so much time because I was going to record two shows today and then uh, I was actually still prepping for this show because I also review games and there were three big games that have come out this Friday. Uh, the new Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, the new Pokemon, the, the new Terminator. So, yeah, the, the, on top of that and then and then my niece came over so i had to stop everything to play with her for a bit um yeah it was it was quite a setup but i think i think it's because i i think this would be a really interesting conversation to have because you know some people are really loving that we have all these streaming services some people aren't and i actually i see both ways i see both sides
1: yeah it's well absolutely true it's uh it's great to have such a selection But if you want it all, it gets very
0: expensive. You know what? I have something to to say about that. I will get into it, but I think, even though while, yes, you will be paying quite a bit if you're playing on doing streaming services and then on top of that cable or if you're cutting cable, but when uh, looking at these other streaming platforms, I did notice that there are some things that you can kind of uh, uh, settle for less. Or settle more for less, and uh, I think that'll be good to bring up, but one thing at a time. And of course, there were also two big. Actually, there were four uh, digital uh, films. Or I mean, I wouldn't say call them digital film. What do you call them? They're not direct to video, but not in theaters. They're just streaming.
1: Uh. Uh, yeah, well, that's in special programming for whatever service you're on. There.
0: Okay. Uh,
1: original, original content. I
0: think yeah yeah I, I i guess that's what they call it i mean they, they got the tv shows but anyway uh on top of talking about all streaming services I'll, I'll have a review for claws the new actually uh 2d animated film by netflix about the origins of santa claus and then also the lady and the tramp remake which disney is doing i mean disney's been doing a lot of remakes that's already kind of known they'll take something that's old and then you know recycle or maybe they'll do something with it but they love remakes because well they make a lot of money uh case in point even this year lion king is still the top of the box office at the moment or at least it's one of the top it's i think it's end Vendor's Endgame and then lion king but one of the cases the these remakes most of them make a lot of money so yeah they will want to do more and upon looking into it they got a lot of remakes plan just for disney plus in addition to what they have on the big screen so we'll get into everything of course and yeah those, those, so those two films and then uh, we'll not go too in depth on the, the tv show programs we'll, we'll talk about them give our thoughts on these streaming services in general so or each of one of them is going to play it by ear and that that's pretty much that i mean that's a lot <laughs> i mean so you're talking a lot to cover especially with as many as there are yeah, but we'll, we'll try to not kind of um, drag on. But anyway, so yeah, before we get into that, of course, uh, and how are you doing and what you've been up to this week? Oh, I'm doing really great. I've been working lots, but that's okay. Uh, yeah. Keep me employed so that's
1: all right um, happy to be doing your podcast
0: again enjoyed it last time yeah actually that's something I want to bring up because when I was going through the editing of the of uh, the last time show where we talked about battle beyond the stars and a couple of crazy news stories your audio I thought was fine but when it came to my audio like I would just like turn on and I would be like hello welcome the writer oh <laughs> it's like my, I was like this is I mean I, I do this with a lot of energy to it but yeah it came off really loud and i I tried to turn like lower the pitch and the volume and just the whole thing about sound mapper was i wanted i thought it would make things or make editing a little faster if i were to record my uh voice and your voice at the same pitch and that did not work because instead that just made my voice really really loud now i'm saying you can still enjoy the show if you want to go back to it uh but i will say definitely Turn the vol- Or, to you, you said it was fine.
1: It, it sounded just fine when I listened to it. Okay. Uh, the, the opening, you were a little loud, but after that, everything was great.
0: Okay. Alright, well, yeah, so, I'm never using Sound Mapper again, that's why it was like, you know, I I got these blue snowball mics for a reason, so I'm just gonna use them, and then, uh, at the editing, I'll just have to turn you up uh, a bit, because that's just what's gonna happen. Yeah, so, unfortunately, that happened, uh, but I, I I end up still uploading it, because I think it is still important to see your progress, because no, nobody who does any type of creation content, like, their first few episodes, even with, like, a specific person, they were great. That's the thing, is when you just kind of start this off, you just have to kind of learn learn the trials and errors a bit. But, yeah, that's why I just end up not deleting it. Uh, and the fact that, yeah, if you... When I uh, turned my computer down, I, I was, was able to enjoy it uh, as it is, but I know that's not really something that everybody wants to do, and that's totally fine. So, definitely not making that mi- same mistake again. But, yeah, lessons to learn. <laughs> uh, but I, and that, that's
1: true for everybody. It
0: takes time. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And so, I mean, this as I as I even just said this whole week, I gosh, there were so many movies to review, so many games coming, because this is like near the end of the year, so this is where all the ones that want to go for awards, they, they just pile on. I, I mean, I just got through like Ford versus Ferrari and The Good Liar, and then and this week is Frozen 2 and Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, and uh, there was a, th- oh, 12, 22 Bridges is coming out too? I mean, oh, holy crap. Like, is, you know, the, every time we do that on the year list, there's going to be like, hey, you know what? I love this movie. Why is it on your list? So I'm like, okay. Okay. Uh- <laughs> but i enjoy doing those top tens that i will do i will do one for film i'll do one for gaming or i have someone on for gaming and for film i might be doing it with zaki uh, hassan because he wants to come back on for december and i think that may be what we'll do depending on when so anyway that's just some things coming up and then this week say oh no no never mind not this week uh, I-, I would mean this coming week this coming Saturday and Sunday, I'll be at a Dell's comic show. It'll probably be my last convention of the year, but... They got the director of the How to Train Your Dragon trilogy, and uh, one of the actresses who did a sm- had a small role in Avengers Endgame, and I have no idea if I'll be able to interview any of them or do anything like that, but I will just, if nothing else, be there just to hang out with friends, but I will probably create some type of content revolving around that uh, event that's going on. But yeah... Yeah, Dallas Comic Show, or just a local comic convention in Richardson, usually. Uh, Very small, very cheap and affordable, but very, uh, I guess, kid-tolerable. Because if, I want to say, you take your kids too, and I don't think there'll be a lot for them to do. Yeah. (coughs) kids kids love seeing all the cosplay and such like that so, okay. Oh but not my kid I mean not my niece my my sister's kid but like my niece she will want to do something every minute and that was the problem taking her to anime fest <laughs> but well well I mean yeah I guess it depends on each kid Exactly yeah anyway oh yeah and i i have another another hoop story i just want to just bring this up real quick and just get in the show but this is something your your pets they'll they'll love you and that's the thing is when you when you buy a pet when you get a dog or a cat or what have you that's the thing is they give you unconditional love because you're their owner you take care of them and yeah hoops uh she is a crazy uh not not that crazy but very much an abnormal cat. I talked about her sitting fine at a meeting one time and then, oh yeah, she was really into people in costumes during Halloween. And this week I was doing something or working on something and she just came up on, on the bed and just tucked herself around my butt. She just, she she tucked herself like right, right next to my butt, or actually right, right on my butt. And I was like okay, and she's purring really heavily. She really likes it or I don't know what the whole thing and then I try to get up and then she's like wait where are you going and then she just puts her paws on her mama on my butt and I'm like okay hoops this is how you can get them it's like uh okay I don't yeah <laughs> they're cats you, you can't you yeah, they do whatever they want oh well, but she's I mean she's purring though she like really I mean, yeah, cats when they purr, they're really happy. That's kind of a common thing. She, she must really like. I mean, I, I think she just wanted to cuddle with me, but like, yeah, uh, just on the butt. That's just kind of uh, it's, it uh, yeah. So that that happened. Um, but yeah, anyway, I should probably get started. Before that, though, it's always important to say how you how you get to hold of each of us. So, let me put that back on for a bit. You can find me on Facebook, Ponds Press, Instagram, Ponds Press at ChasePonds64 on Twitter. Uh, PondsPress.WordsPress.com is the website. The address, email addresses is 76 at gmail.com, P-H-I-L-K-76 at gmail.com. If you want to say anything, or what what, what message, what request, whatever, uh, how'd they get a hold of you? The easiest way. Okay, that is... A great uh, op, or a great idea. Uh, definitely do that. One thing I do want to kind of update on is uh, I actually... So I have friends who uh, they have apps. Or they have like little Kickstarters that they want uh, me to pass around. And I will do that. I think just um, I have a lot of really awesome creative friends that do really great things. And last week I talked about Geekster. The thing that I was not told is that Geekster is actually not on the App Store. Geekster is only in like a a, a private beta via test flight so you can't actually download the app and uh, do... the th- or Well, you, you could, but I guess you would have to message them. I'm, I'm asking them, like, how how do did, how did people get to sign up for the beta or sign up for the, uh, the app or what have you. So I'm just waiting on a response. So until then, it probably isn't very appropriate to kind of advertise that when there's not really a way to actually download the app and use it. But the app we're talking about is, of course, Geekster, which is a, uh, a geeky version of tinder but except it's also not always about having wanting a romantic interest with uh, someone in the nerdy ways some what if you just want to find friends who just share some common interests with you and i think that all really cool stuff by uh tom uh, meskel who people at at conventions will know him as iron man uh he often cosplays as uh, tony stark With a uh, Iron Man hand. Uh, He actually looks like Tony Stark. So that kind of is a win-win scenario. He does a really accurate visual look of him. Or at least like a... Maybe a younger version of tony stark because uh you know robert Downey Jr. he's like 50 something but yeah but yeah I, I i can't really go out and just promote that when you know you can't download just yet so i will i will i'm i mean i'm reaching out to them i haven't heard anything back but when i do then i'll bring this back up again but yeah just another thing i wanted to address about last time yeah well,
1: i guess they're still getting that
0: off the uh up off the ground yeah they're still getting it off of of test flight. I mean because last time I heard like you, I heard you can just like download the app but I guess they really meant like test flight and you have to get invited to the beta and I, I probably should have asked that first but I'll, I'm, I'm reaching out to them but anyway uh, so that that's just that let's get into what we have on the show today which is all these program all these uh streaming services because I remember actually I, that's the thing is I may be considered a millennial because because I'm like 24, but I remember when Blockbuster was a thing.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Uh- and, and Blockbuster, I think, didn't see what was coming.
0: No, they did uh, not.
1: Because, you know, Netflix came out and started becoming a big competition for them. I signed up with Netflix back when it was just, they will send you a disc in the mail. And I watched tons of stuff. I would always have the stuff flying back and forth in the mail, so I always had movies. And then they started the streaming service. That was great. And Blockbuster eventually got its own streaming service, but it was just a little too late.
0: Yeah, actually, I do remember that. They were thinking about having a streaming services, but they could not afford it because, well, less people are going to it. Now, there is one blockbuster out there that still exists. So it's like... uh I, I don't remember where it was at, but yeah, there is actually still one existing Blockbuster, and I guess I, it, it's either in business or someone else is running that store. But it is the last Blockbuster on the planet, uh, somewhere here it's in the U.S. We
1: own Blockbuster. Okay. Remember, right? It's up in Alaska.
0: Oh, it's up in Alaska. In the of where it is, uh, people don't have access to high-speed internet.
1: So renting movies is really the only way they can get them. So that independently owned blockbuster is state
0: and business. Okay, that actually makes a lot of sense. But yeah, I was told like there's still technically one blockbuster left, or there's either two or one blockbusters left. But they're they're like somewhere out there, and yeah, definitely not anywhere near me. But yeah, that's the thing is like it's almost like it was yesterday when I was at Blockbuster in Allen, even when Netflix was still around. And I used to go to there, and they were—they were—they would have all these uh, weird movies from like the seventies, eighties, and nineties, and early two thousands, and then of course the uh, games. And yeah, that location is now just an empty spot. Like I don't know if it was if it turned into something else, but the Blockbuster that was near my house, uh, back in Allen, that, yeah, that is gone. So yeah, obviously, yeah, Blockbuster went away because of Netflix, and yeah, at the time, just the fact that you can just stream unlimited TV shows and movies, no commercials, and then there'd be even original programs. And at yeah.
1: that time, Blockbuster was still one price for both they would mail you DVDs and you could use the streaming service. Okay one item, and yeah, that, that pretty much started the end of the video rental store. Redbox is still out there. Oh, yeah. The, the, the box
0: and, and rent a movie, but yeah. uh, the, the big brick-and-mortar store where they had to pay
1: so much for rent, that was just, that time was over.
0: Yeah, and no, I, I know there are people who really don't like commercials, and I get a... You don't want to be interrupted by just some ad to a Cheetos chips or some, whatever, but... I actually don't mind commercials. And I'll tell you... Uh, re- like, we were, we went to go see Jojo Rabbit... I think earlier this week. And what really hit me... What was a really inspiring... It, it happened before the movie. And it was a commercial. I mean it wasn't really a trailer for a movie or anything. It was a, just a commercial about Airbnb. But it was uh, about, like, the first Filipino Asian uh, woman who is a uh, a host at Airbnb service. And just uh, it's just, like, her briefly talking about her life and talking about how Airbnb helped her. And I was like, no, I really like that. This is really sweet. And one of my best friends is a Filipino Asian. And I'm just really happy for that this is all happening. So, like... The fact that, you know, commercials should go away, I don't think commercials should go away. I'm one of those weird people that actually doesn't mind commercials. Actually, commercials brings me awareness to some things that I otherwise wouldn't have. In fact, some of these uh, streaming TV shows that I will talk about in a bit, I found out about them through advertisements, so... Yeah, that's,
1: you know, perfectly valid. Uh, Personally, I don't mind commercials between shows, or if they're limited, uh, I I don't commercials in the middle of a movie because I I think it breaks up the flow of the movie and you, you lose that emotional momentum that they're building on the movie when all of a sudden it stops and you hear about laundry. So.
0: I definitely agree to that. For a movie, it should be all the way through. Now, there are these TV movies where they actually set the movie up to have a commercial break. Yeah, I mean, generally for films, like, I'd, I would rather just watch the whole thing through and not through commercials, but if it's like a TV show and there's a commercial happening, I'll be like, okay, either I'll look at some of the commercials and be like, okay, that was funny, okay, that was cool, or I will just get up and go somewhere else for a bit and then come back. It'll be like no big deal for me but I, I mean I get it
1: especially if it's made to have commercials like when I watched up on the CW app yeah it's got commercials in it but those shows have been designed to you know first act second act third act to, to break right there and it sets you up just perfectly for that the movie doesn't
0: a movie yeah. it's just being interrupted I mean most of these are probably i mean i'm I'm thinking of like things on like the Disney Channel or even something else I think actually, you know what because uh, i, I want to think what what examples of like a movie that had like commercial breaks in the middle you know what i'm there there are some very niche examples but like the scooby-doo movies i think most of them had commercial or at least like so, i guess the the cyber chase one i remember that one had that one had like some pausing points uh made for commercials but for the most part yeah movies th- that would feel really weird but yeah some people just don't like commercials in general they should just go away so so that's why we got these streaming platforms and I've seen people have debates back and forth of saying no having having streaming platforms instead of cable is better no having cable is better than having streaming platforms because i mean nobody has like a discussion over it it's either you're one side or the other and you gotta talk down the people who actually have concerns about the this other thing or you just yeah because i've seen like some people just get really uh up in arms about it but i i see it both ways oh, I, I believe so too um
1: what you what you like is your personal opinion, such like that. But for the most part, eh, I'd rather pay a little more than and not have commercials. I do pay extra on the Hulu service, which I have the paid Hulu, and I pay the extra to have it without commercials. Yeah. But so even on certain shows that they had that they did have commercials in, like uh, when Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was on. Oh, yeah. They, because of the contract and such with that, they
0: did have a commercial, but they just had one, at the beginning of the show, then you got to watch the rest of the show complete without one, so that was nice. I mean yeah you can be for cable or for streaming it's fine i i'm just i'm not into like the whole oh what you don't like this then what's wrong with you and i'm like okay yeah that that that's just not really my thing but besides the point let's uh try to get into each of these because i mean now there's even more streaming services that aren't even out yet there's hbo max there's peacock there might even be, be another one i'm not thinking of like, everybody's getting in the streaming service. And, and yeah, streaming services, they've not been just uh, Netflix. I mean, for the longest time, if you, were, if you were into anime, you could sign up for Crunchyroll or uh, Funimation. And even gaming has their own uh, subscription platforms. Uh, if you want to play online, PlayStation Plus, and there's some perks to it, or Nintendo Online or Xbox Live. And I have, you know, getting SoundCloud Pro, that's a subscription service, too. So, like, there's... This this whole model system is not... I mean, technically, it already has been everywhere. But the fact of it just reaching the television and movies, that is where we get into this whole thing about cable versus streaming platforms. I mean, Netflix used to be the only one for a while and now i mean we we slowly got others we got an amazon prime hulu crackle if you use that but now disney plus is here apple tv is here or cbs all access that i remember when like star trek discovery or the first episode came out i was like all right that was all right i wasn't crazy about it but i'm like okay i can't wait to see more and then i find out okay you need to get a subscription to CFSL access and i remember i was like no i'm good uh but i'll tell you I did go to the trial for CBS All Access and... That was one of the first things I was like, you know what, now I have a free trial, I will give that show a second shot, along with another exclusive that I will talk about. But yeah, we're going things one, spe- st- one step at a time, because we got, this is like seven seven streaming services, which I bet you, what were you able to get into this weekend? I mean, as far as, like, any of these streaming services? Well, of
1: course, you know, the, the new the new kid on the block, Disney Plus, has had me all week.
0: Uh, they own such an incredible catalog, so many movies. Oh yeah, they do have they so own many own movies. Marvel, they own all. Yeah,
1: Disney films, obviously, um, and it's just been amazing. Uh, the choices and such you have that you haven't had before. I, I've been thrilled with Disney Plus. I've been enjoying it amazingly. Definitely worth it, $6.99 a
0: month. Yeah, I actually do think it's worth it, and I will get to that because I will again. I'm going by each and everyone, and I'm going to start off with Netflix because for a while that was the only thing. But the other thing is one Netflix is buying Nickelodeon. Or, well, they're at least partnering up with Nickelodeon. I don't know if they're buying them, but yeah, Paramount is going to, over to Netflix and saying, "Hey, you want? Here's some more properties we have. Do you want to make some Netflix original shows or movies based off of them?" And I kind of saw the writing on the wall because Invader Zim and Rocko's Modern Life they had their own Netflix special and additionally I think there was a, one other Nickelodeon show I may or may not be thinking of but yeah they got their own stuff and of course they got Dreamworks on but so Nickelodeon saying you know we're going to fully partner with them I was like okay I I saw that and uh, one of the things is that they're going to do a live action Avatar The Last Airbender show, uh, which is not going to be M. Night Shamlon's Avatar The Last Airbender. Uh, it's not going to be that. It's going to be the original creators are coming on board and they're going to do. I, I don't know if it's like. Are they going to just recreate the episodes? Or are they going to make different versions of it? Because I forgot the creator's name for Avatar The Last Airbender, but I think the show is incredible. And also, he's made a really great show on Netflix called called the dragon prince so uh i mean even that if that was it uh, for him i would be like yeah because i'm i'm looking forward to the next season of dragon prince i think it's even out right now i would have to go check but i yeah i've been hooked into that but yeah th- everybody's saying well now, now disney plus is here so netflix is dead netflix is dying there's no need to be on netflix anymore because disney plus is here i don't
1: believe
0: that i don't either netflix has done some incredible
1: original programming and they just have such a nice
0: selection of movies yeah even then they still have quite a few selection of films even if they're not owned by disney there are great films that disney has not made that are on there actually my favorite movie this year paddleton that is a netflix original kind of a dark comedy with uh sebastian monaco or monaco can't get his i i got i got his last name wrong, but he that was an amazing film. I thought and that that's on Netflix. I am Mother. Anyone, anyway, The Irishman for fans of Martin Scorsese, despite things he said recently, he's coming on Netflix with a three and forty five minute movie, and not only that, The Witcher. So Netflix has got some things to look forward to uh, besides Nickelodeon. But enough of that because. Now they have a new film out, and it's been getting more buzz than usual Netflix films called Claws. And this has been in development for a while, but this is basically the co-creator. I guess he was like one of the producers of the first Despicable Me movie. He decided, you know what, nobody's making these uh, hand-drawn animated films anymore. They're all about CG and 3D, and I wanted to bring that back And also tell an origin story about Santa Claus. And it's in this film called uh, Claus. And, alright, it's got some big cast members. You got uh, J.K. Simmons as Santa Claus. Oh, what? That's wonderful. Oh yeah, that is. Yeah, he's playing uh no, he's voicing Santa Claus. You yeah, got John Cusack uh who people know her as, I think her name is Sally, the, the the lady. Why why am I getting her name wrong? But from No, I think it's Wendy. Sh- shoot. It's like a Toy Story. Uh I what yeah, am I John Oh yeah, John Cusack. Yeah, that's what I was saying.
1: Yeah, John Cusack, uh, John's sister. Uh, and she was uh yes, Toy Story. Uh, oh, what was her name?
0: That's it. it was either Wendy it, it was a
1: little cow, cowboy
0: girl. Yeah, it was either Wendy or uh, Sally, but it was, no, it, I think it was Wendy because Sally Sally was uh, Andy's sister. Okay. well anyway, I I don't know why I that's not on me, but yeah, oh, I, actually you also have will Sasso num uh, Norm McDonald. MacDonald and then Rashida Jones. I actually, I think I've seen Rashida Jones, Rash- Jones. yeah, in a film before. And then you got Jason Swartzman. So that that's your cast here. And Jason Swartzman, he plays a postman called Jesper or named Jesper, Jesper, who is this delinquent postman in this uh, little academy going on, and he's just basically this self-centered like lazy person he's been just kind of very i don't want to do this i don't want to do that he's in fact if i want to say what would be a good uh, conspiracy conspiracy what am i okay what is my pronunciation going but he reminds me of uh, emperor Cusco in the emperor's new groove just the way he's just kind of this uh, spoiled self-centered person but yeah at the beginning he's like failed every test because he's just been screwing around and his dad's like you know what i, I know you're my son but i'm gonna teach you uh, a lesson to- i'm gonna be strict I'm gonna do that strict parenting. If you want, you're not gonna behave. I'm gonna send you to the most horrible place that uh, ever uh, to be imagined in this island called uh, Smearsburg, which is just nothing but violent crime after violent crime, like people carrying dead bodies and just you know smacking each other in the face, throwing axes at each other. And you want oh. you're getting yeah, it's like well, wow, that dad is kind of a little too much. In fact, even one of the one of the uh, uh, captains is like, uh, sir, I I know you want to teach them lesson, but isn't that a bit Excessive, and he's like, "Well, yeah, but some someone's gotta someone's gotta get some to him." So yeah, he and his job was basically okay. You need to go to this town and succeed in mailing six thousand messages uh, or six thousand mails uh, or post mails, and uh, if you do that, then you can come back home. Uh, until then, you're stuck there. So. Uh, yeah yeah he gets a uh he doesn't get a good start because again he does have kind of a bratty mentality and everybody is kind of a violent mess and you know things might change because he eventually meets uh claus voiced by jk simmons and maybe he his personality might change well i'm gonna play the trailer did you see this movie i have
1: not had a chance to watch it yet okay what i tell you jesse
0: Oh, Jesse. What, why did I forget Jesse? Oh my gosh. Same here. Yeah. Oh my... I God. It up and went,
1: Oh, of course it's Jesse.
0: Yeah, because Toy Story 4 is one of my favorite... Although Jesse was not even in the movie that much. But anyway, that's besides the point. Let's, I'm going to play the trailer and then I'm going to give you my thoughts on this movie. Alright. Alright. Where, where is the trailer? God dang it, where is the <laughs> I had the trailer a second ago. Oh, here it is.
1: Jesper Johansson, postman. Uh, Mr. Klaus, you have a gift. You were meant for making toys. So I figured if you donate your old toys, I'll deliver them for free. Tonight, I go with you. There's no need for you to come with me, really. Tonight, then. Klaus. Shall we then? Yep. <gasps> Mr. Klaus is the coolest. Klaus? What about me? Ow! What the loser? Oh, yeah. Well, if I'm a loser, <laughs> then you are you're you're a, you're a uh you're you're too, you're too far, you're gone. Hey, what do you guys think you're doing? This is smearinsburg the unhappiest place on earth. And you two can't change that. <laughs> The postman and toy maker are brainwashing everyone! We need to show people that a true selfless act always sparks another. Hi! What's happening right now? Oh no. Holy mother! What happened? Not a word. You just sit there. Be all magical and awesome. Really? That's how you laugh? Come on, we're running out of time. Those kids are counting on us. If we don't stop them tonight, this town will never be the same. Destroy those toys! No, 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 no! No! Ah! Ha! Eat our snow, you. They're not attached. Why aren't they attached? I thought they were attached. I would never, in a million years, have done what I just did if I didn't think these were attached.
0: So, when this film started as i said jesper he is he is kind of in that uh selfish attitude i was kind of annoyed with him at the beginning because he was just kind of over the top with how much of like a uh, selfish person he is because he's just the the like finds him just uh sitting in like a sauna with uh cucumbers uh, on his eyes just chilling while everybody else is out there delivering messages to each other he's doing absolutely nothing and like even though it is a dangerous place maybe he kind of shouldn't be sent off here to kind of learn something because yeah if you're just that much of a jerk where i mean you really don't care about anybody but yourself that's like okay someone's gotta teach you something but yeah and that that kind of carried through when he went into smearsburg like he he was a jerk to the boatman who is uh, voiced by uh norm mcdonald yeah norm Macdonald takes him to smearsburg and he's like hey man i'm just letting you know this is just what the town is about And Norman MacDonald, he just likes to screw with Mogens' name. Mogens really wants to screw with Jesper because, I mean, he kind of, deep down, he knows that Jesper, he just is this spoiled brat. And he's like, oh, you know, just... Walk over there, it'll be fine, man, it'll be fine. And then there's like the bell that alerts the townspeople when something's happening. And he just told them to alert the townspeople. He never even lets them know that these townspeople are violent. So instead of just greeting the the new visitor, uh, they just start to have this little mosh pit brawl like throw pitchforks at each other and and uh, jesper is like cowardly trying to run away uh and th- i mean that part is also in the trailer but yeah it's so it, it really is kind of like a, about a, a a guy that you you just really can't stand and th- this movie is trying to get him to be someone better i mean this whole thing about act of self-kindness and you know learning to be a better person that's that that's not new yeah, and even referencing the emperor's new new groove. New i mean emperor's new groove which was again about a selfless jerk trying to learn i mean learning to be someone learning to be a better person and learn to act of self-kindness that's where we get him with claus and uh, jk simmons and at first when Claus shows up and this is when Jesper just keeps trying to send trying to do his job and transfer mail to or all the townspeople and there's this one that looks like a haunted mansion because of course the is just full of violent people he goes to this mansion and this was because there was a there was a picture or like a, a, a picture of a kid being unhappy and who that was drawn by the unhappy kid up on who is up on the roof or not uh, up on the roof, like up on the top floor, or whatever, and, and looking out the window. And he's like, "Oh, okay, so you want this back? Well, I can mail it to you for a fee." And Claus looks at the photo, or not the photo, the the picture of the nice kid, and uh, just not, not even even talking. He just decides you want this kid needs a present, and he kind of drags Jasper into this ideal to send a present over to the kid without waking up the parent who has a shotgun and the two rabid dogs and you know just where he's cowardly and he's just kind of screaming and, and you know what, that to me that kind of can get annoying after a while but i'll say i warmed up to jesper later on because i'm talking about how annoying jesper is of just being a brat and yeah but there comes a point where i'm like no wait i know why jesper is the way he is because uh, they do kind of go into okay i mean it is kind of cliche but yeah he hasn't really been loved that much so he's like you know what i'm just gonna learn to not really since nobody cares about me i'm just gonna learn to not care about anyone else and it, i mean yeah you've seen it done time and time again clause is like the opposite and i'm not gonna that his his little s- plot or backstory it, it, it does lead to kind of a spoiler because at first you see all this win, and you're like okay how's the wind like telling him you know what to do and who to trust and everything when he's just kind of this broken muscular man almost like a viking a bit or just kind of as the the visual form of santa claus in this movie just looks like a dead viking like viking just has no nothing else inside of him and just seeing these two work off each other and just for he i mean despite he can be annoying he does crack some really funny jokes and he's he yeah, there, there are some there are jokes aimed at kids and not in the way where it's like hey you know what we're gonna do we're gonna do some farts we're gonna do modern meme or stuff like that it it really doesn't go that way there is probably some physical slapstick humor very kind of cartoony that happens but it doesn't get excessive i'll say it's just basically like okay this was another in a 2d animated films in the past so you're gonna put it here it's not great but i'm like all right i think the film really just shines as it just moves on because you're really kind of seeing these two change and just kind of treat each other like they're almost like brothers and i'm like so you think that the
1: besides just being a Santa Claus origin story, there's a redemption path? A, yeah. As these two characters become more giving and generous, they become better people.
0: Yeah, that I, that that pretty much what happens. I mean, in addition to that, Rashida Jones plays a uh, Alva, and Alva runs this like butcher shop of a just butching up all these uh, fish but it's actually a broken down school and you find out kind of like well she used to be a teacher but i mean it's not really a it's just something that kind of uh like you see all these characters that they're either they're either terrible people or they're just like loners and then you kind of like okay this whole town really messed a lot of people up and the fact that jesper is just not really been acknowledged that much by his dad is like okay that's uh I mean he, he has but his dad is just really strict so it's like okay so it's just really just the whole thing about love and compassion and all that I mean it's done before and there's this whole thing about the, 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 the classic liar reveal thing like this movie is predictable I'll say that you it's it hardly throws any twists and turns and I think the twisted turns it does are usually either some the jokes that they pulled that i thought were really funny and then there is a epilogue twist that's actually really tender and really sweet that is the that's something i didn't see coming and i was like okay this is this is actually really uh i mean it ends on kind of a bittersweet ending i don't know if i was like getting crying in tears but i was like oh i mean because i think they didn't build it up to be as this sad i think that's like okay you know what i mean i again i don't want to say so much because it is a spoiler but it's like okay i see why that happened and of course yeah it's a hand-drawn and the, the animation is gorgeous. It is. It is pure 2d hand-drawn animation like if you miss that that is it is definitely that there is not really much of a 3d i think the 3d is really just like a bevel shading they probably went to an adobe i don't know if they went to lightroom or i wouldn't say photoshop they probably had their own programs but some people thought this is actually a cg film but with 2d animation like into the spider verse no this was actually hand-drawn from start to finish it's just that they probably touched up some of the coloring in the trailer there was a scene where there was a uh there was a couple of guys they look like they might be 3d but i think they used bevel shading to kind of give that little 3d edge uh, even though all of this is hand-drawn there was not a single point where i was like okay this is cg there was probably some i would say the uh earlier part i, I could see maybe a little bit of 3d but yeah i think this whole thing was hand-drawn unless it did turns out it isn't but yeah as far as things that i mean i'll say yeah not not all the jokes worked i mean it's definitely still a family film if you're looking for something that's a adult rated or something that's got lots of blood or cursing or drugs and all that no this is a very innocent film Uh, i mean besides of course the fact that this is partially taking place in a violent town called smearsburg they they do in a way they pull it in in a pg way they don't actually do severed heads or all that sort of stuff and and Um, what
1: i'm looking for a santa claus origin story severed heads
0: the top of my list. So some people do some people do you know I mean you never know there's I've never seen this This, this there's this horror Christmas movie called uh what is it called it's this horror Christmas demon <laughs> a few of those Krampus Krampus that's what I was talking the thing of yeah yeah it's nothing like that it it is a very tamed and innocent film even when I was talking about like them holding a dead body it's really a a, a little visual joke there's like one later on where like uh, uh, a kid I mean they kind of slowly they tell you gradually like okay this is how this happened like how you gotta be nice or else you'll get cold which is funny because a lot of these rules that we uh, hear about Santa Claus most of them were made up by jesper <laughs> like jesper he's just so much about his ego the some of these classic things about santa claus he's actually the one who created it, and that was just because he got really pissed off that that like a kid called him a loser uh, and i was like um so it, it there, there was a part where a kid is like the ladies with the oh wait there was a someone was trying to go down the stairs and there was a kid uh, with the stop sign saying stop let these people pass through and the people Passing through, or were, were actually the people of the dead body, and they always go shh. So it's like I mean that was kind of cute. That was kind of funny. It, it's not you don't you can kind of think about it or not, but it's just like okay, it's, yeah. And I'll say the villains in this—they're generic villains. They they talk about this history between the the two the two clans who constantly f- uh, fight each other. The two part uh, neighbors in, in, uh, and uh Smirzberg, and there's some cool visual. Jo- jokes about that but overall they're just evil people like there's not really much of their personality just two people who don't get along with each other the the voice acting on all around is great but compared to between jesper and claus or jesper and and atlas there i didn't really get much out of those two it is pretty much a feel-good animated film that definitely goes by traditions but just just some of the the personality with the characters and even just the whole oddball comedy and oddball world that they set up and just the even the tender ending like that ending was just really awesome i really enjoyed this film it is a highly good watch i'll say it's not quite there to a must watch, but it's definitely a great film. That definitely, if you wanted more hand drawn animated films, it's worth a watch and worth support. And I'll, I'll, I'm gonna say it's way better than the Christmas special you got on Disney Plus. The whole thing talking about Disney, Disney Plus is you know, Netflix is dead. No, I got more out of Klaus than I did out in a while. I'm gonna just say it right there. So, that there is Klaus for you.
1: So, overall, you give it a the-
0: Yeah, I give it a thumbs up.